A bitter end to a disappointing season. What up, Dub Nation, to another episode of the Catching Dubs podcast. We're your host, I'm Ethan, with my Splash Bro co-host, Zach. You know, it sucks having the Warriors with Steph and, you know, his unbelievable season go out like this. But, you know, um, I guess it's just been, you know, the Warriors just kind of fooled around too much um, at the beginning of the season. I feel like that's what it came down to. Um, you can talk about the game, but I feel like overall, um, the Warriors definitely could have done better. But if we want to talk about the game, just highly disappointed. But the Grizzlies played well, played pretty well. I mean, their defense was stellar on Steph. Um, but you got to give credit where credit's due to the Grizzlies. But Zach, I mean, I was pissed. I feel like I was disappointed, angry. I feel like I went through like the five stages of grief throughout that whole whole game. So. Give it to me, my brother. What do you think? Uh, it was disappointing to say the least. Um, Grizzlies wanted it more than the Warriors did. Um, Steph Curry didn't, didn't deserve this. And... Warriors got a lot of decisions to make, and now the offseason uh, of questions awaits. begins or awaits basically because nothing's really started. But yeah, I mean, the Warriors have a lot of uh, decisions to make. Yeah, so I mean, episode 42, I mean, this could be um, the last one uh, for the season, um, but you know, we'll try to pump out as much content. You know, if there's going to be some extra juicy stuff in the off season, we'll be covering it. But, you know, for this season, um, this is probably going to be uh, the last one, I think, Zach, for us, um, just for covering games and all that. So episode 42, it's been a while. It's been a wild ride, my brother. Um, it's been a great journey for both the both of us doing this. So let's just, you know, analyze, recap all this, give our thoughts. Without further ado, let's get started. All right. So, I mean... Nothing to say. I mean, the Warriors lost 117 to 112. I feel like they were just kind of battling back. They were fighting uphill nearly the entire game. Um, they were only up for like probably like like a minute throughout the whole game. And you got to point out 20 turnovers. Um, I think it was 20. Can't remember off the top of my head. But again, you can't have 20 turnovers and expect to win. Um, so... You can't credit Grizzlies defense, but I think it comes down to Draymond trying to thread the needle, um, and you know he gets turn it gets stolen. I feel like it's just been read so perfectly by defenses. Like they don't they don't like help on Draymond because they know that Draymond's not going to shoot it. That's just been a thing this whole season, and we can talk about that final play, Zach, where. You know, Curry got doubled. Um, Draymond got the lay, had a free layup, and he basically airballed it. So, I mean, what can you say? I mean, it's just been, you know, that kind of season where you see Dre not wanting to take the initiative and um, 
created shots for himself. So, um, their offense really doesn't do work much anymore. about it. Their offense doesn't work anymore. This isn't you don't have KD on your team anymore, Steve. And that's no hate to Steve Kerr because I think Steve Kerr did all that he could tonight, and the players didn't deliver. It's plain and simple. Um, and I could have predicted this that this would happen. The Warriors this year, their summary of the year was win one, then lose one. Um, they won on Sunday against Memphis, and they were gonna. It would be tough for them to beat Memphis again, and obviously it was. Um, but obviously not how they wanted the season to end. Um, but I also think it playing game is here to stay. I, it's it was produced, a great, good, great playing though. It's pretty honest. A great, great basketball games in general, honestly. On the West side, the East side was kind of iffy, but the West playing games were really good. So um, probably going to be seeing more of that next, you know, for a few more years. Yeah. Um, but touching on the game, I mean, there were a lot of missed opportunities. Of course, you can talk about turnovers, but, you know, another one is Andrew Wiggins. Um, I think – I don't remember the score, but Andrew Wiggins had a three to either tie or take the lead. I don't remember. He bricked it. Like, he didn't even touch the rim. So, yeah, I mean, but you can't – I'm not too mad at him because this offense – you could really provide a good argument for saying this. The second-best scorer on this offense is Jordan Poole, and he's in this, his second year in the NBA. And don't get me wrong, Jordan Poole is definitely – in my opinion, probably the second best scorer on this offense. And Jordan Poole is definitely here to stay. Just th- that ice in his veins and that in overtime and that hitting that three-pointer, that's just that's something Clay would do. And man, Jordan just Yeah, that confidence was special. That yeah. confidence. Um, but, his I leap mean, was amazing. Yeah, I'm not that Mad at Wiggins, honestly, but but you know he missed the wide open layup when he had John Moran on him. Um, just pointing that the out. The whole team basically missed layups. Now you have JTA in the fourth quarter. He was on a fast break and it was partly blocked, but you know that should have been a foul because it was all arm. But yeah, but he still missed a layup. And then <laughs> talk about Draymond at the end of regulation. Uh, his, <laughs> I, I understand getting it to Draymond because Steph's getting double teamed, but Draymond should have just kicked it out. Honestly, he's not the best option, offensive option. And yeah, I mean, Draymond did his best, didn't hit the rim whatsoever. But you know, I mean, it's a tied game, fourth quarter. You're the last possession. Um, going into, you know, going to overtime is going to be tough because Steph says Steph has five fouls. So, I mean, it's going to be rough if you went to overtime. And I feel like that should have been their opportunity to win the game. Um, Draymond, I mean, he, I, you lo- I love his everything about him except for his offense, like his defensive stuff, offensive playmaking. But um, the fact that you can't make a layup, make a floater, like when you need to, or just make basic layups. I, I know I shouldn't be talking, but you know, if you're an NBA player, 
you know, you're expected to make, you know, these open shots when it matters. Six points a game is not going to cut it sometimes, but I understand what he brings to the table. However, I feel like with gravity that Steph has, Steph, um, Dre should have more than like 10 points a game, in my opinion. But hey, that, we said this before, it all comes down to roster construction, but we can have a different conversation about we'll that. We'll go all in depth. On yeah, we can go. And <laughs> some, uh, and many episodes from now that yeah. will be uh, recording this off season. So we'll yeah. get all, we'll take a deep dive into that. Um, yeah, we but, can like, we can nitpick everything about this whole season. Yeah. Um, so but stay tuned for that. Uh, but, like, Zach, in my opinion, like, I feel like if they didn't punt the first half of the season, try to develop, you know, James, you know, you got Nico Mannion running point while, you know, Jordan Poole was stuck in the G League. I mean, we honestly could have had so many more wins, probably 40 plus, 45 maybe, um, if we didn't, like, play around with ourselves. Yeah, I seriously, half. I think that this Warriors team, like I've said before, if it was this eight to ten man rotation in this roster construction and you weren't trying to develop wise when this team would probably be a fifth or sixth seed. Yeah. It's just that simple. It's that simple. I don't think there's any hate towards Steve Kerr about it. I've started to lean off that. I think there's some parts I it's I think it's I could I could seriously predict that there were probably some people in the front office who said that Clay's not healthy. There's no point. Let's develop players this year. And Steve was demanding to do that, and he did that. And he um, took some heat for that. And um, I, he took some heat for that, and I think it was wrong for him to take some heat for that because I don't think it was his all of his responsibility. I mean, we can talk about Steve Kerr and how he fumbled some of the games, but we're not gonna we're not gonna do that right now. But um, we could take a sorry to cut you off, but we could take a step back and look at how this season went. Obviously, I think Steve um, made some questionable decisions this year. Without of course. A doubt, but I don't think it's entirely his fault. And no. I don't think tonight's loss is his fault whatsoever. It's the play that the Warriors came out with. Andrew Wiggins, everyone made a mistake. Andrew Wiggins missing everyone. Missing I mean, shots. Including Steph and Steph and Draymond turning the I think he had thir- 13, 13 turnovers combined. I can't remember. Steph had seven. Draymond had six. I, I can't think remember. Out of the two playing games, the Warriors had like 41 turnovers, and 25 of them were from Steph Curry and Draymond Green. And those are your two veterans on the team, which is not good. Not a good look. Doesn't win you basketball games, basically, plain <laughs> and simple. Like we said, um, I mean, like I said before, this game comes down to like margins. Um, you know, at the first playing game, you lose off of a LeBron three. Um, and the second playing and game, that, you, yeah, you, you basically seriously. lose yeah. off a Draymond miss layup. That's and basically that, what it came down to. Yeah. And without a doubt, I agree with Steve Kerr's post-game presser comments after that Lakers game. That was the game that the Warriors should have won. If they yeah, did not turn the I ball over that. in that stretch in the third quarter and let the Lakers get back in the game, the Warriors probably would have won by easily five to ten, ten. points. Yeah. Without if a they doubt. played the same way, if they played the same way they did in the first half. If in the um, first, yeah, if they never let easily. up on the gas pedal in the third quarter and let the Lakers get in the back in the game, Warriors could have won by double digits, without a doubt. But Lakers got back in the game. 
LeBron LeBron saw three rims and hit it hit the shot into one of those rims and the Lakers won. So I mean, I'm just wondering. I thought the Warriors would come out, you know, a little more energized, um, but it didn't really happen. Um, they were they got down early. I mean, they were down what 17 at one point in the first half, and I'm like, you know. Is it time to pack it up? Because I feel like once the Warriors get down, they're down. They, it's honestly hard for them to come back. Um, we've seen it throughout this whole season when, you know, when they get down 10-plus, you know, they hang their heads or it's like it's over for them. But um, credit to the Warriors for um, coming back. But, you know, it was just a little short. Um, we can moral talk about – Yeah, moral of the night is that the Grizzlies wanted it more. Yeah. And John Morant – is, was a killer is a star in the making. Oh, oh, I want to talk. Sorry, I want to talk about John Morant for a second. Um, you know, he made the threes when he needed to. They left it open. The Warriors left him open. I don't know why they did after he made it like the first three. I'm like, why are they not going up on him after he made those first three? But credit to Jaw for making those threes. You know, yeah, he has a great future. Yeah, coming the up. Grizzlies made ton of threes tonight because the Warriors perimeter sagged defense, off for no perimeter, reason. The Warriors per- perimeter defense played like asinine exactly no, like, it, it was uh, it was awful grayson allen hitting those back-to-back threes in overtime grayson allen should not be left wide open in overtime behind the three-point line yeah it, it's just it's just awful defense and that contributed to the warriors losing yeah i mean i was just seeing why i was like thinking to myself why are you cheating off of dylan brooks to leave Ja Moran open after um, he made a couple threes. I thought you would make an adjust- adjustment in the in the halftime, but I guess that didn't happen. Um, but um, you just kind of have to give the Grizzlies credit, as I said. Um, as you said, Zach, they wanted it more, and the Warriors didn't feel like they wanted it more, if that makes sense. But <laughs> what can we do? Um, just trying to think off the top of my head of like, you know, big plays of, or, you know, um, that happened. I mean, oh, the fact that Jonas Valanciunas went into foul trouble early. Um, I feel like the Warriors could have taken advantage of that and they did not I feel like they didn't capitalize enough, um, Zach. So, I mean, it, it is what it is. Um, can't really do much about it anymore. They punted away um, a class, um, a masterful performance, a fast, a masterful season from Steph. Um, just disappointing to say the least, but um, just off season stuff, you know, what do you think it's going to happen? I think this is like a big wake up call for the front office to like actually do something. Oh well, yeah. Though, they're going to be doing something. I mean, no more, if they run no it back, more, no more development. And I seriously, like, I mean, and I seriously think Steph and Draymond will have a sit down conversation with them about that. Remember, everyone, who represents Draymond Green? Uh, Clutch, uh, our good friends at Clutch Sports. Um, who is the top athlete at Clutch Sports? A man by the name of LeBron James. What did LeBron James want to do when he showed up in Cleveland? He demanded that Andrew Wiggins gets dealt for Kevin Love. Um, I seriously think Draymond Green will 
both Draymond Green and Steph Curry will do something and try and have a talk with the front office. I don't think if if I was Bob Myers, no first round picks. Those first round picks are trade could be used for trading for an all-star caliber player. Do I think they're going to get a superstar? No, but we can go all we'll go all in depth about the future of the Warriors and what this offseason should entail um, in future episodes, but it's a big offseason for the Warriors with Clay coming back next year and you don't know how he's going to come how he's going to look. And you can't run back this roster and expect and expect to win a championship. That's not going to happen. Even with Steph Curry. Okay, I want to ask you something. Level. I want to ask you something. I want to ask, you know, if they run this back, will we see a Catch and Dubs podcast back here again? We'll see, we'll probably we'll see it, but I'll. I will be heavily disappointed in the front office. Okay. I'll still be here too, but you know, same as you be disappointed AF, but whatever. They need, um, they need to make some considerable moves. That's all. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. I mean, um, I feel like um, I just want to touch on this for a second. Um, you know, they were in the A seed, right? There are a lot of games that, they could have won easily. We can talk about this later on, but that Spurs, the Spurs game, Orlando Wizards games, all that stuff where they could have won easily, um, and they made some bad calls. But um, we, I can, we can touch upon that later, but in another episode. But it's just game shout margins. Out. Yeah, shout out to Xavier Tillman, uh, Michigan State Spartan, hitting that clutch three. Yeah, like Grizzlies made clutch threes. Xavier I mean, Tillman, an absolute dog. Spartan and then you got dog. Andrew Wiggins breaking a three. Just yeah. great. I'm not, I ain't got no hate towards Andrew. I mean, I didn't expect him to make that, anyways. But uh, the thing is, why are you shooting threes? Um, that is true. But you, I see that just also contributes to my point that I don't want anyone on this roster shooting three pointers besides Steph Curry and Jordan Poole. Yeah. But, I mean, Draymond had a clutch three. Can't blame him. Draymond, Draymond butchered the layup and then it comes back it was to like overtime one, it and was hits like, a three. It was like one of his like last 50 shots or something. I probably over-exaggerated that. But, um, you know, the one time he actually makes a clutch shot is when they were down four. So, yeah. um, just got to tip your cap off to the Grizzlies, to Jaw. Um, play great. They played a great game. And to Steph, you know, I was pissed for him, um, as every Warriors fan is. Um, I feel like I, – I think – oh, oh yeah. Steve Kerr said that this season was a success. I really don't think it was, in my opinion. Um, if you have Steph, who's averaging 32, who's a top three MVP finalist, and you have Draymond Green, who's also a top three finalist and defensive player of the year, you would expect them to be in the playoffs, right, Zach? But since they didn't, would you really think it's a success of the season, Zach, as uh, Steve Steaker says it is? I have no comment on that subject. 
<laughs> yes I, or no? Uh, was this season a success? I mean, we um, said if, you know, the Warriors made some noise no, in the playoffs. they didn't make the playoffs, so no, it wasn't a success. Yeah. We said if the Warriors would make noise in the first round, then yeah, it would be a success. But since they didn't make the playoffs, I'll stick to that notion and say that it wasn't a success in my opinion. Um, like if their goal was for development, they failed at that. If their goal was chasing wins, they failed at that too. So, I mean, would you really consider that a success? Um, I wouldn't think so. Um, I feel like that's just what I'm thinking right now. Um, <laughs> if this was right after the game when we're doing this, I'd be super heated. But since I cooled off, I can think a little straighter. So that's what I think about the Warriors. Well, Steve Kerr's comments on um, this season being a success. So, I mean, we'll take that as it is. I mean, Steve Kerr can go home early. I'll probably tweet some of his social justice stuff, um, but it's okay. coming at Steve like that. I'm not trying to come at Steve, but... I mean, they probably have a job opening at the Lincoln Project sometime soon, so you can head over there and work for him. I mean, I got no hate towards Steve. Me neither. I just wanted to say that. And I got and I got no problem with him have, uh, writing uh, <laughs> writing tweets about social justice and supporting. Uh, I have Democratic no problem Party. either. I have no problem. I just want to say that now. Disclaimer: I don't have a problem with him tweeting that. I'm just saying what he would probably yeah, do. I got no problem with it. Me and Steve agree politically, so all for it. Um. um oh yeah, I I heard some news on Twitter that like Steph had um had a hairline fracture on his tailbone. So, I mean, dude, great play with a broken butt basically for three months. Yes. Carry the Warriors. Amazing. Just flat out amazing. Will he win the MVP? No. But does he deserve it? Does he deserve yeah. it? Yes. Yeah. But does Jokic deserve it? 100%. So, I have no problem with Jokic winning it. Yeah. Um, I mean, you have to make the argument they didn't make the playoffs um, if you're the Warriors. So, I mean... It's going to go to Jokic. Embiid would probably – Embiid's the other finalist, and he missed, like, probably 20 games, so he's not going to get it. So it's probably clear-cut Jokic, um, I guess. So, yeah, I mean, of course, you're we're disappointed. Um, obviously, you wanted the Warriors to win, to see the Jazz. You know, we, we were talking about how war, Steph would probably dance and go bare, but, you know, we won't get to see that. Um, so, I mean, I mean, what do you, I mean, it was, it was a great ride for us, right, Zach? I mean, us doing this, um, since it's not over first, yet. Not over yeah, yet. it's not, it's not over, but you know, for us, for like first test run, first season, um, for us, I feel like it was great run, great uh, experience, um, you know, just great doing this. So had fun doing it, um, learned a lot and, you know, we we're gonna still gonna be here doing this, so better doubt, baby. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, all that started from uh, our love for the Warriors, and they'll still be here. Um, you know, you just gotta keep the faith, I guess. Um, I, I don't remember that tweet from 2009, Steph. Wow, um, I don't remember off the top of my head. I was like, we'll we'll figure this thing out if it's the last thing that we'll do we'll figure it out something like that um yeah. it might be something like that um 
for next season. Um, but yeah, I mean, no words to say, but disappointment. Um, yeah, I mean, Zach, if you want to add anything else to this, but I feel like I've said my piece. Um, nothing else to add, of course. Of course, I'm bitter. Of course, I'm disappointed. Of course, I'm kind of angry. But what can you do about it? Warriors have an office season coming up. We'll have an episode about We'll have an episode in the next coming days, or might take a couple of days off, might take a week off. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll still provide some content, put some content out there during the off season, recapping free agents the Warriors sign, um, splashing moves Bob and the boys make. Um, but it was an over, it was a mediocre season for the Warriors. Steph Curry once again another unreal season. That ended a little too short, but we got Clay back next year. It'll be amazing to see him back. Um, but episode 42 is in the books, and the 2020 yeah. 21 Warrior season is in the books. I thought we would go to 50, honestly. I uh, We said this behind the scenes how we were going to go to 50 if the Warriors made the playoffs, I think. It's 42. Um, yeah, I had a 42. I mean, it was a great run. I mean, not. A, I'm not trying to say we're, we're done with this, but it was just a great um, intro season for us at the Catch and Dubs pod. So, I mean, we just want to say appreciate y'all um, for listening throughout this whole thing. Um, Could have done it without y'all. I mean, we love doing this, and we hope to uh, just keep pumping out that content for y'all. So, hope you enjoy um, the stuff we put out. Yes, sir. Now I'll conclude episode number 42. The Catching Dubs podcast. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, Catching Dubs Pod, Twitter, Dubs Pod. Make sure you stay tuned for some content that will be coming out in the next couple days to weeks. Stay tuned for all the content we'll be pumping out this offseason. And we'll catch you in the next episode. Thanks, y'all. See y'all later.